Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 9 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross, along with Chase Harvick, Joshua Unruh, and Devin Green. Welcome back, you guys. It's been about two weeks, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So good to have you guys back. Well, we're going to do part two of our great conversation on <laughs> things which have jumped the shark. Michael, now, before we get started, I just want to say what a great yes. interview you did with Sterling Gates, and I hope yes. that our listeners, if they haven't, will go back and check that out, because that was... Amazing. It's Thank golden. You. It was so yeah. great to have him. I here. still need to hear it. I'm going to. It all happened while I was away, and I never busy. had time to do it. I'm really excited, though. And and what a great idea. Sterling was, was fantastic, and he convinced me to watch the Post-Human Project. I just watched that this weekend with my wife. If you haven't seen it, the Post-Human Project is now on the... Yeah, not Yahoo. It's the on the Amazon, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon Prime. If you've got Amazon Prime, check it out. If not, find some way to see this movie. It's, it is low budget. It's local, but you would it, the special effects are mind blowing considering it was done on a shoestring, and great idea uh, I think. And, and it's whereas remember Hulk by Ang Lee and how badly Ang Lee really wanted to make it a comic book movie. Well, he failed, and this succeeds. <laughs> okay. The the post human project succeeds in making it a, an homage toward comic books. Awesome! And I'm super excited about it's that. It's very yeah. wonderful. The post human project uh, won it's won several awards. It was here at Dead Center and it was fantastic. So uh, definitely check that one out. Uh, as we know, last time we ran out of time, so that was episode seven, talking about things that went on too long. Now some of us disagreed, and therein lay lively discussion. If you haven't heard it yet, <laughs> you might want to. I mean, this is part two. Listening to this by itself would be like watching Sharknado 2 without watching the original. You'd just be lost. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't know. Um, so check out episode seven. Yeah, check right. out episode eight. Yeah. Uh, New York Times bestselling uh, uh, author, Sterling Gates. Done some wonderful comic books. Um, now, episode eight, Jump the Shark. Episode nine, episode Jump the Shark, part two. And uh, yeah, I'm going straight to you, Josh. Yeah. And uh, because uh, you've got, you got one, one big one that I think is going to have a lot of discussion going on right now. So what is your jump the shark? If you recall, listeners, as <laughs> the previous episode ended, I suggested that it's possible that Joss Whedon as a whole has overstayed his welcome. I stand by behind this 100%. Um, I will point out that if he overstayed his welcome, that that means there was a time when he was welcome. So I, you know. The man has done good work, but I think the jig is up. Coming I, from a man who's convinced me to watch the entire Buffy, Buffy experience, <laughs> I, I will say I, I, I understand that you, you, you do have an affection for the man. Because, yeah, listen, and the first few uh, seasons of Buffy are dude, amazing. I'm, I mean, I yeah. mean, I'm rewatching them myself for various reasons, yes. and at, at first, you. I could easily say, well, it was the age that I was, like the age was just yeah. right and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, there isn't, you know, an the aspect of that. Were, but the thing the is, period. man, the, you know, the first season was a half order. Not everything hits, not everything mm-hmm. works. But mm-hmm. by the second season, they have figured out exactly what they're doing. Oh my gosh. And they're just going to do that for two more seasons. Yeah. Then they're going to lose their minds <laughs> Which is for where I am quite now. a while. But I mean, you know. Anyway, and I am going to write about it at some point. And so, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's my that's my suggestion. Like, uh, Firefly got canceled, and everybody went nuts, and mm-hmm. I was standing around going, I, 
I think it's just okay, guys. I think it's just see, okay. I, I, I'm kind of with, with Josh so, on this. No. With the Firefly. I mean, see, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching I, it. The I thing can't. that makes me want to claw my eyeballs out every time I watch an episode is that uh, intro with the, the cheesy western music. Take this guy from me? Take Are you kidding? Take <laughs> this. I, I just, I hate it. I can't, it's like, <laughs> the, it, it's totally disparate like from what the... It's me and the baseline with Seinfeld, probably. Like, right I see red. Yeah. You just, you hear just, it maybe they should switch. And it's we should do the Seinfeld music for... <laughs> Let's face it. One, I, now I think one of the reasons, possibly, that Firefly has become... got such, such a following was because it was canceled. Mm -hmm. yeah. Had it lasted yeah. four or five seasons like Heroes and just kind of went... Fizzled. I mean, you know, then let, maybe... Let's be honest. If Buffy and Angel are the models for how long-running Joss Whedon-Helm shows go... Nobody wanted to see the third or fourth season of Firefly. By the time, Nobody by the in time the world went out. It was it was it was time for them to go. So, and I, and I, I'm still yeah. I'm like I'm. It's just okay. I'm not surprised it got canceled. There's too many characters. There, you know. There's problems with the high concept. We can not get into necessarily. That's what Devin and I've had conversation about. It's kind of a problematic high concept. Now look, I love space western. That's yeah. beautiful. I'd like to have more space western. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just think it's really bizarre that Joss Whedon created a show where we align ourselves with the Confederacy. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's just weird, right? It it's is. bizarre, right? <laughs> well, I think that was. I think, I, I think he was approaching it more from you know the uh, uh, Star Wars, the yes, the rebellion, uh, rebellion, yeah. and the, not, not yes. the but Star Wars wasn't a space western, and so as soon as you put western in there. Yeah. The brown coats. Well, I think there's a right. lot of. I mean, yes. I, look, I think the, 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 I problem mean, with, with the problem was, was, was that's not a deal they, breaker. He, we took because Star Wars is all, is a western. I mean, its basis is in the old westerns. It's just done in the stars. The I only don't is, actually really buy is, Star Wars as a western. It, it is. It's a I western buy Star Wars old. as a as a fairy tale. I buy Star Wars as partly a samurai movie. I was gonna say kung yeah. fu. I movie. buy it as a, as a fantasy. I don't right. buy it as a western at I, all. I, I don't see it with the Han Solo character. There, there are there. There are parts of it that are very Western-esque. The thing is, what Joss did was Joss made it a Western, big, huge, bold yeah. letter. Yeah. This is a Western. They're in long coats, and they carry guns, and it's it's a Western. Uh, whereas I think Star Wars has bits and pieces that you can, you know, like the cantina, and there's things that you, know, that you go, oh, that has a little Western motif to it. Yeah, no, that's fair. There, there are bits of Western in Star Wars, but I don't think... It's, but Joss doubled down. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. I mean, I yeah. really love the concept. It's just, there's too many people. It's not thought out as well as it ought to be. And I'm, and I'm going to say, this is probably what did it to me. Because everybody's just like, Firefly's the best show ever. Now we have brown coats. Bring it back. And I'm just like, it's just okay. You guys are back and fine. Like Josh, what you it, want. Is it like anyway. a familiar, uh, excuse me, familiarity breeds contempt? Kind of situation for you, like you know Joss too well. You know which steps he's going to take next with his character development. Is that why no, you're saying he's kind of jumped the shark? I don't. Culturally? I don't think so. Um, because before uh, the first Avengers, yeah. I would have probably said that. But then Avengers is a really well put together piece. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, hey, maybe he's pulling out the thing. Uh, Age of Ultron is a hot mess. And then I was like, oh, what is, I mean. It was, it wasn't, it was just very predictable. And I've heard, you know, just online that Marvel really kind of put their thumb down mm. and it, 
was way more hands-on with Avengers 2. Because of what, what Kevin Feige is wanting to do with, with the continuity. There's yeah. a lot more things going on. But I think what Josh and his brother have done with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I've really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. I've really enjoyed what Josh has done, just kind of keeping alive this continuity of Avengers. So that's why I'm not... I certainly, I think that Joss, some of Joss's stuff, and, and certainly Firefly can be argued as, as jumping the shark. Joss himself, I wouldn't say that Joss Whedon has jumped the shark. I think that there's still plenty more that he can do, and it's all going to be very exciting. But I think there are certain projects that he's done that eventually, we even mentioned Buffy last time, that jumped the shark. We, we argued about whether it was season four, season five, season three. Mm. You know, So I, just, I don't think that Joss himself has, and I think what he's doing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., for example, has been great. You look I, at what okay, I have not been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm going to admit that, because it was terrible. <laughs> The first few episodes, it's, and I haven't been a, able to bring myself to care. To and it goes it nowhere but up. It wasn't going to go anywhere mm-hmm. until Cap, Cap 2. It was right. not but going that's to go no way there. to run a railroad. Right. How do you sell that show? <laughs> well, because they own the what show. I'd like to There's going to be a theme park at the end. Well, Disney owned it. And so they knew they weren't going to get, they knew they didn't have to get the the action immediately didn't have to sell the audience. They knew that they could pull the audience in after this movie, which mm-hmm. is actually a very unique way to do. Instead of go eleven episodes, and if you didn't get the audience, now, you're fired. Now I don't know how you market that properly, but the better way to market that to me, and I'm going to assume that there are lots of other similar minded, is, hey, you guys that actually like when things happen, don't show up until after <laughs> Cap Two. Yeah. Right? Like, because that's the thing is that now I'm just, I just don't, I can't, I don't care. I was going to Michael with the sports report. Sorry, that was my ESPN went off there. (laughs) Yankees are leading. Um, no, and, and that's why I think I think the Agents of Shield has, has I loved it. I love what they've done with it. I absolutely love it. I fun. thought it got a lot grittier, a lot more fun. And you're right, and and they they went nowhere but up. But yeah. I, you know, you are right. And the season last one, season, the last season with the Inhumans oh, has been fantastic. been fantastic. Yeah, Josh, you're right though. He cannot do a first season to save his life. No, well, I, I mean, yeah, with the exception of Firefly, the exception which, of Firefly, Firefly love, which is where I come in, which is yeah, which, which I'm Josh gonna say is okay. Right. I mean, I mean that it's not. I think Firefly got better after the network gave him notes, and this is Fox we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, you know, I will say the first half or third of Angel is actually the best part of Angel, but he comes. Okay. This Keep in mind what I said about Veronica Mars, where yeah. it's all you know the most gritty SoCal noir thing is going yeah. to appeal to me the most. Right. Okay. So. I have never had the stomach to return to Angel, so I'm about to do it. So I'll so own I'll it. You know. That may be <laughs> you're, you're, you're in for stuff. I don't think I ever rewatched. You're in for some stuff. I didn't, I didn't enjoy Angel season one. They they did a kind of a, a semi reboot season two. They got rid of some characters, brought some new people yeah. in. And okay. I, it I enjoyed it much. More. I love I love the re- I didn't care for the first Doyle. Was that Doyle? The, yeah. It, just, it didn't. I, I I didn't really. I didn't love change. him. I liked his job in the yeah. plot. Like I liked the way. The storytelling engine that they had set up to generate episodes was the best it was ever going to be at the beginning. That doesn't mean Doyle's not great, no. but that slot but that the he filled, like the it. anyway. Yeah, so right. other than that, that'll be my one argument for a a first season. But it's also, I mean, okay. So here's a big one. Uh, with p- part it is that it's like you know he, he he's walking on water. Joss Whedon's walking on water, despite the fact that you know. Uh, uh, Firefly's just okay. Buffy went wildly off the rails. Angel was a mess from 
let's say minute five since it started out strong. I mean, it's like, but then, um, uh, and, and so I'm just like, no, I don't know that I have it. When I say jump the shark, I mean, I don't know that I have it in me to give him any more chances. Like I hear about a, a new Joss Whedon show. I'm good because yeah. even if you manage to make me care at the beginning, I'm just going to be waiting. This was me. It's me with every JJ Abrams project. I'm just, just waiting for the that. other shoe to drop. I was just going to say that I'm not. I waited JJ. the entirety of fringe for the other shoe to drop it. and it never dropped. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I could not believe it. I, like, but that's where I would be with any new Whedon project. And, I would just be waiting for mm -hmm. the mess to happen. And it took me years to agree to fringe because I was still so upset <laughs> with JJ Abrams because, that I wouldn't give him another chance. For, you know, and, and I did all through Fringe go, okay, when's it going to happen? You just, yeah, it's like when a When are you going to break my heart? It's like a rubber band when, stretching. You know, like mm -hmm. every episode just that doesn't tightens. get terrible, it gets pulled back further. Uh -huh. And I'm like, when they let go, it's going to hurt so bad. And I'm going to be <laughs> so. I, really, I enjoyed certain seasons of Fringe. I thought two and three, mm. parts of four were great. No, I loved it. I didn't enjoy season five, though, the last one where they had to. At least it, was it weird. tied it was up weird. all. My thing with it was I, did, I didn't love the end of it. But it ended. It did. You know it, what I mean? Yeah. It, it ended twice because they yeah. unexpectedly got another season. Right. But it and and normally that would be a horrible mess. Mm -hmm. They made it not a horrible mess. Yeah. It, did you, it, it did didn't you watch recover. No, I I've tried to and I never got around okay. to it. Uh, it didn't I recover know. as strongly as you know, it didn't bounce back as much as no. I would have liked it right. to. But it didn't turn into you know, a sinkhole. <laughs> I mean, exactly. you know, in comparison, it was all a dream. Yeah. Now, is, are we saying it's just Joss Whedon? It's not the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe no. Avengers thing. No, I am so excited about the third Captain America right. and the next two Avengers because Whedon has nothing to do with them. Right. Okay. And and uh, um, shoot, that. now I'm brain fading. I'm bra the brothers that are responsible, Russo. the, the Russo brothers. brothers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are taking Cap over, two, right? Yeah, yeah, and oh. they're taking over Cap for Cap Three and the next two Avengers movies, which, which are going to and... be huge. Those guys can handle right. it. Like I'm really excited, and they do comedy really, really well. Which the Russo really brothers, yeah, I mean, Arrested the, Development. That's one, yeah. what I love yeah, about yeah, yeah. Ant Man was that it, the comedy was still there. Avengers Two, although I know it was uh, you're talking about it was a hot mess, at least it still had the comedy. A lot of people were saying it was going to be so dark and gritty, and I'm like. No, it was actually funny from the very beginning, and I enjoyed it being funny. Let me say, I enjoyed the roller coaster ride of Age of Ultron, but it absolutely became one of those things where the more I thought about it, the worse it got. There are like three motivations for Ultron, and none of them make quite enough sense. Vision doesn't make enough sense. No sense. And this is the side note that is a real problem for me in Whedon, is that he has this reputation left over from 1997 of being a very progressive feminist guy and then he just continuously marginalizes his the female characters that aren't his, and sometimes the ones that are his. Yeah. So I mean, could have gone a lot farther. Certainly, the way that Black Widow was handled in Age of Ultron is a crime, yeah. especially after, after uh, Cap, Two. Cap Two. Yeah. Um. Oh, I mean, he just I don't. Yeah. And so, it, which is another thing, because if he shows, because he's actually doing a uh, uh, out of Comic Con, I heard an announcement that he's doing like, um, a, J Joss Whedon's doing a creator owned book and then i saw that it was a female lead and i was like i'm double out yeah. like there's yeah. nothing here for me yeah um and he's but this reputation <clears throat> is left over from 1997 it's like he raised the bar and then we all raised the bar some more and he mm -hmm. just stayed there where he raised the bar the first mm -hmm. time right. it's a mess Everyone or he dropped the bar or, really or like, he dropped it yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean because so. he's not gone up fun fact about joss whedon was a writer on Roseanne for one season. Yes. True story. Yep. Learned that on Storywalk. Yes. 
actually. Story bonk. Yeah. I'm not gonna read that more often. No, yes, you've got I'm it. Yeah, recommended. You, you, yeah. Anyway, that's my that's there my controversial Joss, statement. Joss nothing Whedon. nothing Joss Whedon does, and and this is by the way, it's not just TV. I was there for Astonishing X Men, and Astonishing X Men, I'm told, reads amazingly well collected. But we were excited. My wife and I were excited enough about it because it was Joss Whedon. And the mm-hmm. art is uh, John Cassidy, who's amazing. This was um, back, what, about four, uh, 10, 10 years ago? Yeah, yeah. Now. I'm just saying it's like across media. It's not just yeah. any one place. This thing, if anybody should understand episodic storytelling, you would think it would be Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. And this, it was horrible. Like, it was not something, nothing would happen in one issue. It would end in an awkward place. It would, and yeah, it was, and Cassidy is slow. So it got off schedule quickly. Oh. But even if it had been monthly, it wouldn't have been. Again, I'm told altogether it reads amazingly, but in a monthly basis. Which, by the way, comics are sold monthly, gang. Right for the, <laughs> right for that. Somebody tell Neil Gaiman that. My gosh, oh I've been waiting God. two years for him to finish Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. okay. When I say that, that's less about being late and more about episodes. Yeah. Right. Freaking episodes. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it's that, and it's the follow-up Buffy season eight or whatever comic book that it just i swear every time i if you go and read the synopses in wikipedia it sounds like they're trolling buffy fans i read the comic books i read them eight (laughs) and nine and i cannot finally season 10 came out i'm like yeah you why why am i why would i care yeah yeah it was not not worth it at all so, so I just hear all the things all the time. Joss Whedon's really got to go far to prove anything to you. Now. Well, there's no, there's no proof. Like I'm not, I'm probably just not going to take the time. Mm-hmm. So there we I, go. no there. more Joss Whedon. No more Joss Whedon. I have a corollary. I mine is Tim Burton. Yes. Oh, that's really good. That makes yes. I'm, so what, that is so a fair he point. He was a one-trick pony, and it was a shiny, shiny, pretty pony. And then <laughs> hell of a trick. Which one? Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, Pee no, Wee actually, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Um, Edward Scissorhands. There were a few of them. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas. There were there were a few. Yeah, it all came from the late eighties, early nineties. He started channeling, well, stealing Edward Gorey, and it's never. I mean, with the exception of Big Fish, which I think is. It's one of my three that are better than the book. I didn't even realize that was Tim Burton. I didn't either. That, I didn't, that, well, that's, that's, yeah. good, that's good news. And yeah. that yeah. I was going to say two on, two on everything that, that Everything that is Tim Burton, you know it's Tim uh, Burton. Exactly. So and D- Danny Elfman's it, got the soundtrack. Bingo. And, and D- bingo. John Depp's going to be Johnny in Johnny Depp yeah. and Helena Bonham Carter are going to be in that's it. That's right. Not anymore. And I think she's done from Future Projects. She's the divorce. Yeah, the divorce. But, you know, I don't know. He still might, you know. But I think Tim I think him and Johnny Depp have a... Yeah, have a special friendship. But, um, <laughs> I think they kind of co-opted Tim. Somehow, Burton. when Devin says that, it sounds really sinister. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound dirty. It doesn't. It, it just sounds just, like yeah. I think they have a special mm. friendship. I think they do. Like there's yeah. horrible things question. going there on in their basement. Basement. Have you seen Sweeney Todd? I mean, oh yeah. Well, I, I'm yeah. just saying. Fair enough. Yeah. But okay. he, it's like he gore. He he tried to out gory gory, and I'm I'm a massive Edward Gorey fan, and so like. He, that was always kind of his shtick, and then mm. he's just taken it to this exhaustive point. And it's and never, always the same, and never even given credit like where credit is due. Like, like I didn't think of this stuff. Like, I this, this beautiful Victorian animated, like you know, slightly quirky, and it's not a John Waters like inclusive. We're all freaks. Let's be mm-hmm. a part of mm-hmm. this. Right. It's a very, it's a very exclusive look at the freaks. Like yeah. Lens. Yeah. And yeah. That's, and I, that's a very Tim Burton thing too, and it really 
bothers me. I do wonder if, if directors sometimes get to this point where they, they almost start <clears throat> believing their own hype. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, well, I mean, the same thing happened to M. Night Shyamalan. It only happened oh, for, after Shaman one movie. <laughs> but it did. I mean, he believed his own hype after uh, mm, that movie. My bathwater is delicious. <laughs> No, no, Sixth Sense. It's okay. so true. The Sixth Sense was it's great, so and it was wonderful. And the the, the ending so shocked everybody. And from that Except moment on, he's like, "Oh, we've got to shock everybody!" And so I've got to have the surprise O. Henry style ending that that everyone either sees coming or no one or cares. doesn't. Care. Or it's like, yeah, did, water really? Come right. on, right? Did he now? Did he make the happening? He did make that. Because yes. what happened? I never saw the happening. That was uh, the Earth. And that was the Mark Wahlberg as a science teacher, right? He was, yeah. That's right. Because that was Academy the point where I was like, no. Nope. I'd already, I'd already nope, lost I'm not buying that right there. there. I'm really upset that he took the name The Happening mm -hmm. and ruined it. Because I, I really want like like a 70s party movie. With that's Seth just Green. It's just The Happening. Oh, my God. You can't even use the conversation anymore. Like, you can't say, oh, man, that guy's really happening. Because he ruined it. Because then you're Referencing yeah. Shame on Ding Dong. And but that's what I, yeah. While I we're on, while we're on M. Night. happening. Yeah, <laughs> M. Night, as we call him. It, it's easier to say than Shyamalan for me. It's Shyamalan It's so funny because I've got a director too, so yeah, go for no, it. No, no, no. I was right? going to say, he, he kind of redeemed himself this summer for me a little bit with the limited series, which has not been, I don't know if they're going to do season two, The Wayward Pines yeah, show on Fox. Yeah, it was really good. And we talked about that because yeah. I was so, I saw the name on the credits and yeah. I almost turned it off. He I was, was like, just a co- Co-producer. I know, and I so, think that's what saves it. I think he, maybe collaborating kind of yeah. helps him get away from. Maybe some somebody of his pulls him tendencies. out of yeah. the water. Yeah. But I enjoyed the show. I, I enjoyed it so much. I actually went oh, and yeah. read the entire trilogy. Oh, and <laughs> it's based so, on. All right. so good. It's so Season good. Season five or episode five of Wayward Pines had a huge reveal, and I mm -hmm. haven't been. I haven't gotten chills since the, the yeah. season three finale of Lost. Like when they're like, "We've got to go back, Kate." Like you realize it's it, a flash forward. Yeah. Like it was that good. It is that good. Huh. Yeah. So, and the books. Yeah. Just... Okay. So my director that jumped yeah. the shark, Peter Jackson. I agree. Yeah. He's um, 100%. More like Peter Haxon. Oh, gosh. Sick. Here's the thing. I, oh, Lord of the Rings. I know you guys don't care for the, the actual the books or anything. But the movies. But the movies. No, no, no. Let's let that straight. I just. I just had them around a really long time. Yes, yes. and, and did other yes. things. Like yes. they're fine, they're wonderful. Yeah, no. but let me tell you, the, well, good. the 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 Hobbit trilogies was horrid. I mean, I loved them for what they were. I enjoyed seeing them, but I've it, there is there is an animated one by Rankin and Rankin and yeah, Bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That is an hour long. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, granted, a lot of the book is still cut out to make it an hour long, but it is an hour long, and it was perfect. And there it are was... bits of it that are terrifying. Yes, and there are the parts that were terrifying when I read it as a yes. kid. Yes. So. yes, And it's how it should be. And this just, I don't understand. I understand you want to do a trilogy, but do a trilogy on something else. That's go grab, my question. Go how... grab some other book. There are other books out there you can do trilogies to. The yeah. Hobbit, if maybe two. Maybe you could do it in two. But putting an entire movie with the five armies, what are you thinking, Peter Jackson? Exactly. That's my point. You managed to cram all of Lord, each Lord of the Rings book in a movie. Yeah. And then you took The Hobbit, which is... Yeah, it's half much, the size. Like, it's the size of a Yaff novel. Yes. Yeah. And, and, it, and you and made it into three you can books. You actually I mean, read the book in shorter time than it takes to actually watch all three that's movies. That's what I'm saying. 
I think, and I really think he's another one that maybe believes, believes his own hype. His own hype. Nothing I think he's that like, Peter Jackson does to Tolkien can go wrong. You know what, though, Michael? I didn't even enjoy his King Kong. I thought that was boring. I didn't I thought either. It's indulgent. I didn't either. I haven't right. enjoyed any of there his were, there were There were, like, part, like, the parts on the island were really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like, fast-paced. Yes. We're in danger right now. But, yeah. yeah it's everything before that and after that I'm just like oh, can we go and, back to the island was, yeah <laughs> yeah and it was yeah. it was Peter Jackson I don't I, I, I hope that maybe he can redeem himself with something later on I think he's got a really good eye and I just but the Hobbit was I don't understand it I don't think you're absolutely right King Kong was also just way too indulgent way too believing his own hype yeah had Hobbit come out maybe when it was supposed to which was right after Return of the King, maybe it would have been okay. They would have made one movie. That would if fine. they would have made one movie. But I think he had 10 years to sit on it. And, and when he finally did it, when he, said, when he finally got the rights, he was like, Man, I'm going to And think so hard about it. The, yeah. The, you know. yeah, have you ever seen, there's a there's a picture of the edited version of The Hobbit. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> it's like a huge, massive book. It's The Hobbit edited by Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's it, like a tone. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. It's can, the size and, of the similarity. That's where sense. I think Peter Jackson just kind of, he jumped the shark with The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, Who else? Well, who wants to go next? God. Devin, I think you're up. Well, I dropped the Tim Burton bomb and nobody was surprised. Um, <laughs> no, I just hadn't. Okay. that's. I was very surprised because I hadn't thought about it. I hadn't either. And but see, as soon I've, as you mention him, I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, there were, that guy blew my mind. Uh-huh. Once upon a time. Once. Yeah. And then has now, proceeded to make the same film. It's the same film. I over mean, that's, yeah. And over. No, with that's the, awesome with the exception of Big Fish. Which, and again, I, I have to admit, I couldn't stop crying at the end of that yeah, film. Yeah, the Big like, Fish is amazing. I don't know. And, and now I'm kind of, now, okay, now, I think this way. Like, I want to be the, the fly on the wall in writer's mm-hmm. rooms and stuff yeah. to see how decisions get made. Mm-hmm. Now, Maybe I didn't realize until right now that Big Fish was a Tim Burton movie. Exactly. Because you don't. I want to know how that happened. Exactly. I, I'm very curious. And even even more, just to throw another thing in the pot, it's better than the book, which wow. there are that's, only three movies. That's pretty that, rare. Yeah. There are only three rare. three films that are better than the book, and that's That one sounds like an episode. Let's put a pin in yeah. there. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> but Especially it's like the cinematography, the the plot line, the story. I mean, it is it is such a beautiful film it, yeah. from top to bottom. And that then I, I think I wasn't paying attention that it was Tim Burton, or I blocked it and then watched it and then went back and was like, what? what? How? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. How do you McGregor pull was, that mm-hmm. out after you've been busy making Corpse Bride and freaking you know all your other? <laughs> oh, yeah. And and plus I'm such a huge Edward Gorey fan and he is just. He's been ripping him off since day one, you know, and his getting worse movie, and worse about it. His first movie was uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yes, and it was and that that movie is kid, amazing. It's amazing. It gave yeah. me nightmares. Although, did it terrify you? Large March. Large March. Gave me nightmares. Yeah. Strangely, they put it on at my work the other day. Like we were doing a project that was pretty brainless, <laughs> and in the office we have a huge big screen, and we put Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and I'm like. Do you guys know what you're getting into? Like, yeah. have you? Had you remember this movie? He is aware. And uh, yeah, I have to look away like during that scene because yeah. it's so. She still scares yes. the crap out of yeah. me. Yeah, but there's no basement in the Alamo. I mean, that's it's a brilliant <laughs> film. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah, that's and genetics. then you go on to Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, he made Ed Wood. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are films that he, I mean, he, he has a very deft touch. Before Christmas was phenomenal. Oh, for it time. is. Batman. It is. Yeah, and that's where Batman, he had the big fight with. Which, Dan, of course, with, uh, I hated the fact that he put him in a big leather suit, but 
That's but that's my own personal. It opinion. is. We we actually. It, it is. Yeah. He is. He ruined cinematic Batman forever. And you are not alone in that opinion. Put him in a big rubber suit. <laughs> you are not alone. Man in that deserves opinion. to be in tights. Put him back in tights. Mm-hmm. The show's the Batmanologist disagrees with this assessment. See, that's wrong. We'll, um, we'll not talk about, about, Batman, about suits, not necessarily about Batman 89. I really liked Batman 89 because at the time, at the age I was, I thought it was super serious. And then a few years later, I realized it's absolutely ridiculous and yes. it's basically Batman 66 with more money. And then I loved it all over again. I was going to say, and then you loved it more, more. later. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it, it's, I was like, oh, this is the dark, serious Batman. Mm-hmm. When I was the age that I needed a dark, serious Batman, well, yeah. the age that I when was you a were jerk. dark and serious. And uh, I don't know that I've ever been dark and serious. <laughs> oh, but on. I needed we, Batman we to be for that 10 days. minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Was Batman Returns too dark? The Danny DeVito penguin with the black blood that was pretty creepy it's like creepy yeah it was in okay so a lot of batman's villains are really monstrous right Mm -hmm. yeah he uh the penguin's just ugly like and so it's interesting (laughs) that that that's the one that they decide to actually make monstrous that's what everyone like that was the thing you look at number two with batman 2 when they had him in the underground it was really kind of creepy and everything but you look at how they've treated him in gotham which is the way i see a penguin is a is a crime lord yeah is not and 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 even possibly mayor of of god eventually mayor you know i mean Uh that's the kind of penguin i like on the other hand gotham is never going to have penguin missiles giant problem That's true. And that's, that is, and that's the fine line, Josh. Uh, when, 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 when you get into Cap, Batman's villains can be awful, but they can also be kind of goofy. Oh, yeah. And so you've got to have that they fine line, line about, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. what do you do with that? Make sure that it's not too goofy. By the way, I love Penguin not... Missiles. I just think, I think all Batman movies should end with Penguin with Missiles. missiles. <laughs> like, I'll Penguin pe- just shows up, hits a big <laughs> button. <laughs> Penguins like a Looney Tunes movie. Everyone just takes right. That could be a legitimate stopping of the missiles, but I just you know. But they need there needs to be missiles written. Uh, Penguin missiles makes at least as much sense as Rachel Ghoul's plan in uh, the first Bat in uh, Batman Begins. Yeah, the scarecrow. Yes. (laughs) Anytime, anytime superhero movies try to get really philosophical or deep, it it just it's a quagmire. They can never do it right. The it's the philosophical and deep. Because yeah. I think that you right. can, I mean, one of my big favorite things is to like use these big, broad characters for, but they have to be used in really big, broad philosophical ways. If you start trying to actually tell me about something like urban crime <laughs> in terms of the billionaire who dresses up in Dracula drag, we, we, we can't, we can't discuss it. Like this, these are not going to work. These are not going to work out. No, it's true. Uh, okay, uh, we're, we're actually kind of running sort of short on time. Devin, did you have any more of the words that you're talking about? How did Well, I was going to bring up The Hobbit, so, yeah. nice. you know, Peter, nice tie in there. Yeah. The Hobbit movies, and just in, in general, as far as why... You know, why a trilogy? Why Peter, you know, Peter Jackson, what are you doing? Why you PG-13? Know? That was my question at the beginning because it's a children's book. It's and I really felt like shoot. before I knew anything, I was like, well, if it's PG-13, you're already dropping the ball. Like this yeah. is a children's it's, book. Yeah. So yeah, you shouldn't have been expanded in the first place. No. And that's why it was PG-13 was because the extra stuff that was expanded that was scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's why. Chase, did you have another one? I, I yeah, haven't actually couple, given one. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh, Sorry, nice. Chase. No, I, this has been way more fun than mine. Mine are kind of lame. Um, <laughs> let's go through all yours then. Okay, right? let's yeah. just knock them out. True Detective season two. 
the uh, show's done. Um, I think so, I agree. It's so bad it ruined the first season I, for me. Uh, oh, ouch. Apparently, yeah. like... I haven't seen them because they were HBO, but yeah. One of my favorite HBO, yeah. podcasts that talks about the Game of Thrones is taking a break because it's on break and he wants to... I haven't watched it yet, but yeah. keeps referring to... Um, Oh my God! The actor, the Irish actor, um, Colin, Farrell. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is Scruffy McGee. In, in it's it. pretty legit. And uh, that alone makes me want to see how terrible it is. It's, it's not. It, listen, it's Colin Farrell is not horrible on the show for me. I think Vince Vaughn is terrible. They they give him all this really hacky dialogue. For me, you know the the trope with Law and Order, like when they're making fun of Law and Order, you ha- you always go see the guy. They interview the guy who, while they're working and they're moving boxes from one corner of the room to the other, and they're talking to the detective. <laughs> That happens in almost every episode of True Detective. Oh my like, God. That, that it's so hacky and I don't choppy. understand it's so it. Like, bad. I, I, and I don't either. I've, I, who is this person? Oh, they tied into episode. I don't care. It's I so, don't like the theme they, song. Like I didn't make it past the theme song. It's it's yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, like, there's a lot of. I don't want to so... start like picking little bits, but it is like once you start, you are yeah. Once you get to the point that you're questioning the Enterprise. Okay. I'm literally questioning every portion of the Enterprise. Yeah. And after the first season, like, there's just, there's too many people. Mm-hmm. It's yes. it's taking too long to get to the, I don't know if they even have gotten to the occult bit. There's well, no I was going to say, are we attacking the same problem or are we tackling a whole new No, whole it's a, it's like series. an anthology series. So you get a whole different like, I was, yeah, I thing. Okay, so because totally different. there was yeah, right so now, much left over from just last. just looks weird instead of actually occult. That was on purpose. I mean, I mean, like in a good way yeah. with the first season. Like, left it, draw your own conclusions, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I'm, I'm I yeah, can yeah. With it. Um, if, yeah. If but one I, person is going to come out of this season looking good, it's Rachel McAdams. She's great she, on the show. Yeah. I feel like she's kind of been forgotten about in Hollywood a little bit. I mean, I, she's in the new Southpaw, but it's Rachel's. Gonna I felt she was like the weak her. link at the beginning too. Like, like the the early bit. Well, yeah, she's the, coming to her own. before before you realize that. The thing Vince Vaughn was doing was going to be the only thing he was doing. Um, <laughs> Seriously, his major plot, Michael, yeah. this season, he's a gangster, kind of. Kinda? He's a terrible gangster. But the, the major subplot is he and his wife talking about having a child or adopting a child. Like that's it's yeah. just like nails on a chalkboard. It, and he's not he's not good. No, yeah, he's not it's, good. It's, there was moment, a time when he was good, and it's long past. The moment. Like, I've been kind of wondering quietly to myself if season two of True Detective was terrible. Like, just quietly. Yeah. The the last, I've been out of town, so I have, I'm yeah. not all cut up. But, so I guess an episode ago when it was like, just three more episodes. And I was like, oh, yep, it sucks. Yeah. Like, because I, 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 how I, do we even get to an end yeah. in the, no, do you do I watch care? You guys watch yeah. all the way to I the think end? tonight is either the finale or the next. The, I think next week's pen, the finale. Okay. Yeah. So we have two so, more. So tonight's the penultimate, and then you got. Yeah. I'm gonna do it because <laughs> because I have friends come and watch it yeah. with yeah. us because of the first one. Yeah. And my wife, my wife finishes stuff come hell or high water, yeah. like which is a problem for me because bad endings will that, ruin things I, for I me. I do that. I will stick with a show. The shows that have been on these lists, I have stuck with them because I'm one of the outheads. You know, you I learned my lesson with Lost. You know, I will never do it again. Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey were able to. You know, I, I'm realizing now, watching the the new season and hearing the dialogue, they were able to take very mediocre words and and make it transcendent. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's still mm-hmm. very well shot and, and it looks very good. It's just not constructed well yeah so i think season one was the the aberration 
but real quick, the other two I had, New Girl, the Zoe Deschanel show. I hate her. I just kind of stopped watching. I did too. It. I, I, I dropped out a couple of seasons yeah. ago. It's still on. They just renewed it for another year. I really I can't stand her. Well, this is too, this is another too, one that we keep watching because oh. because Andrea does not let things go. Yeah. And and it's funny enough. It's just tepid though. You don't. But most it. of the time it's tepid. The 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 ones that I really like that still end up shining are the ones that you can tell most of the ad lib made it into the final show. Like. You know, there's always a loose script, and you can tell some lines or some scenes are obviously scripted, but there's a lot that just came up. They rode with it, and a lot of times that's the funniest stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's really like we used to joke that we would we would watch three, and the third one was like in an evening, and the third one was always a bad idea. Like like it would be that was pretty funny, not very funny. We should have gone to bed a half hour ago, Mm -hmm. like that. You know. Every time. So, yeah, I can I can see that. Okay. However, you know, it, I'm going to have to see it to the bitter end. It, it brings up, there's a dearth right now in good network sitcoms. I mean, mm-hmm. three years ago. I don't know why. Three yeah, years ago, right. on, the same, on NBC Thursdays, you had Community, Community, you had The Office, you had Parks and Rec, and you had Community on the same night. <laughs> and, I mean, that's like just three years ago. And now there, there's nothing except for Hannibal. I don't watch anything on yeah. NBC, hmm. yeah. and that used to—I mean, I grew up on that channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's—it's it's heartbreaking. But my final one is uh, *Masters of Sex*. It just started season three. Dude, I, a, yeah, I want to see it. Oh, you're they killing did a me. Weird, they did a weird time jump thing this season, and one of the—that's what I heard. Yeah, like and one kid's like, you know, uh, what's the actress's name? Uh, she was in. She, she's been in a bunch oh of good God. stuff. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, but her, she's very young. She's probably 32, and now she has like 16 and 19-year-old kids, and <laughs> it just it's jarring, and the kids are not good. It just ruined it for me. So that's so my... Yeah, I haven't watched this season because yeah. I heard... Man, I have the first couple discs of the first season. No, like the first season's really get, good. I know, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, well, I'm just waiting. No, you can no. enjoy... <laughs> Enjoy it. Just, no, just enjoy no, the first couple. Don't, don't, don't get locked in. It's actually better. Now I know when to attempt to get out. Which getting out means me going to the other room because again, the bitter bitter end is happening. With your, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got one final one, and mine is the Star Wars expanded universe. Jump the shark! I'll, I don't know if you guys ever whereabouts. Read any, whereabouts? Actually, where I put down is that you jump the shark, the death of Chewbacca. What? Is you that should, the name of the book? It was a Insert the alert. Chewbacca uh, sound yeah. here. You know, before he's like, actually, yeah. as you as a moon is crashing down on him. Um, oh, they had to kill him with a whole moon. Oh yeah, they, well, they threw a moon at him. So um, scope is a thing that becomes problematic in the expanded universe. Well, now have you guys ever read any of the expanded universe stuff? I haven't. Some. Okay. It, the, the the early the Timothy Vaughn uh, Timothy Zahn. Oh Timothy. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah that, that stuff's really good. Wonderful. And 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 they kind of go back and forth, and it's okay. But then uh, right before the, what's called the Yuzon Vong War, which was kind of a unique idea because it was a, an intergalactic race, a race that was outside of the galaxy that were supposed to be the Star Wars galaxy, came in to invade. And the character, the aliens were very unique looking. And for the first time ever, you finally had not Jedi versus Sith, Rebel versus Empire, which was always the same. It was the same storyline over and over again. Sure. Finally had something sort of different, but even that got kind of convoluted. But it all began with the moon that crashed down on Chewbacca. And while he was trying to save Anakin... Uh, that sounds like Hans, Tunes. Well, it, yeah. It was Han, Han's son, youngest son, Anakin, and Han and Chewie were trying to save this group of people on this planet as this moon was crashing down. 
And so it was just kind of just a rescue mission. Anakin ran off, and then Chewbacca went to go save him and got Anakin on, but didn't get there in time for Chewbacca to get off the ship, get off the planet. Michael, tell and me so, if I'm wrong. Did I hear that when Marvel or when Disney acquired Lucasfilm, they kind of disavowed the experience? It's okay. Gone. It's all it's gone. Wiped. And that's why I don't mind saying this now. The, I think a few years ago, yeah, I could have gotten into some fights with some, some Star Wars, and there still are. There are, still, there are going to be people who, when, when the movie comes out on December 18th, will still be mad that you don't have Jason and Jaden and, and They Jay, deserve Jay. to be mad. Those young adult, those young adult novels that were, about, yeah. were actually some of the, they were pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I did was, notice that there was a zombie horror expanded universe with some kind of star- stormtrooper troop carrier it was that was if, actually if it hadn't jumped the shark before that moment there, there was actually <laughs> that was it, it. Was, that was it was it. in then that takes place in the the old the the old rebellion series oh uh, but it was oh it it's a exactly yeah it flashback or something yeah and it was uh, the the red and i read that one too and it was the red something or other and it actually was quite clever it was zombies but it was basically just an experiment that went really bad and that basically people weren't quite dying and they were attacking each other. And it was, it was very, very horrifying. Uh, so I actually kind of enjoyed that. But it was once, once Chewbacca and died, they were, it was still back to... The Sith who were supposed to have died out once mm. Darth throws Sidious off the cliff and everyone dies and everyone dies. That's supposed to be the end of the Sith. And yet they keep coming back for some <laughs> reason. And there's always, it is always, the storyline is the exact same. Jedi versus Sith. Yeah. Rebellion versus Empire. And mm. I'm pretty sure we're going to see that again once the new movie comes out. Sounds like a big pile of Sith. <laughs> but I really think that that's going, I think, the, I think that's where the I can't help it. I, don't I know. No, I love that. That's I love fantastic. that too. So, you know. Why, why isn't that the name of the next movie? Big, big pile, pile of Sith. Big pile of Sith. <laughs> Well, I, or, or maybe Sith happens. Sith, Sith happens. happens. No, that could be the sequel. Yeah. Big pile of Sith, Sith happens. Hey, what do you think, Michael, about their plan to do, uh, you know, one year in the canon and then the next year kind of a standalone Star Wars thing? It do depends you think, on what they do. I think it's a great idea. I'm wondering, though. But if, do you think it's going to be overkill? I mean, like, are they just trying to emulate the, the Marvel model to have a, a yes, Star Wars? Yeah, okay. definitely. Yes. Yes, and but I think it's going to be interesting on how they do it. They've also there's rumors that they're going to throw three television titles to Netflix. So, you know, wow. which yeah, that again, could be a Net, lot. again, Netflix is a great place to do it. As we talked before, Netflix really is made for our geek shows like we enjoy because yes. if they're not if if you go two to three episodes in and then finally start to make it, well, you can go back to Netflix and watch them all. Right. If you go two, three seasons in, you can go, well, let's go back to Netflix and watch them all. Yep. And it's enjoyable. So I think Netflix is the place to do them. But whether or not it's going to be successful, maybe they're going too strong. Remember, I... That sounds incredibly expensive. It, it is, oh, yes. I, I mean, got to do a TV do show, I know. And they spent they, $4 billion on it, so they've got to make their money back. Yeah. Um, and they've already got a show right now that got Rebels, which I've truly enjoyed. I have enjoyed it a lot. And I think Star Wars... Seven is going to be very good. I think the three run of Star Wars will be will be great. I think that they will be fantastic. I think that that's not going to be a problem. The sidebar stories could be okay. Mm-hmm. It depends on what they do with them. I mean, one of them they've said is going to be a Han Solo standalone, so they're going to have to get a new person to come in and play Han Ooh. Solo. Whoa. Nobody wants that job. Well, no. Shia LaBeouf played that. 
Harrison Sun. <laughs> I think he's available. Okay, so my favorite part of that is Chase literally couldn't get three words into that gag. I just said Shia LaBeouf. Really tried to say the whole name. I almost threw up. Shia LaBeouf could play Han Solo. Hold on, I'm going to finish my joke after I swallow my bile. He is actually really good in that Sia video. I'm just saying. Yes, he got in so much trouble for it. Yeah. yeah. No, well, he's, he's really good. I, just, I think it's a great idea. I'm, I'm a big, huge Star Wars fan. I've only been waiting for, you know, 10 years for a new Star Wars movie. And so I'm excited only. about it. Um, yeah, well, actually, and, and technically I've been waiting, you know, I was gonna say. 20, 30 yeah, years for really a good Star Wars movie. <laughs> Um, I feel like that spreading out, that could really work. Okay, so the first, the original trilogy managed to take that, like, gritty, some, you know, some of the Old West, mm-hmm. you know, rebellion stuff, and and dovetail it with the, the bigger Jedi <coughs> Sith stuff. Like, they, but you can't do that every time. It's impossible, like, from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. So it'd be really interesting if they took these separate shows or movies and committed to looking at one specific bit yeah, right like, i mean that that could maybe and work, much and but. much like ant-man don't make it all this big huge thing i mean mm-hmm. what they've talked about with the han solo thing is to make it you know bring in somebody to play lando lando as well bring in somebody to play uh, younger chewy and do a wait how do you tell if chewy's younger or not That's well i mean just a new actor is he just shorter it wouldn't uh-huh. be able to be peter may he's like triple size <laughs> yes uh, no he's still the same size because we saw him we saw him <laughs> i know in, i know <laughs> i know but I mean, they so could have Peter questions. Mayhew because Peter Mayhew's not quite as agile as no, uh, that's have true. To have yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. play Chewie. But what they're thinking about it's making it like an Ocean's Eleven type thing, which is what they did with Scoundrels, the, one of the expanded universe books. That's kind of great. Yeah, I would. And so yeah. that's why I say, if mm-hmm. they don't make it this big, huge Sith versus Jedi thing, well, that could be kind of enjoyable. If they do, uh, they've been talking about an or Obi-Wan they do. Kenobi series with Obi-Wan on Tatooine, just kind of dealing oh, with his right. life on Tatooine as he watches so just young like Luke video of sandstorms or... Well, him helping out yeah. the, the... I know I'm being facetious. The job <laughs> you're being helping out, Yeah, you're just like a... You're, you're <laughs> I just don't hater. understand what he hater. would be doing. That well, would he'd be, be, helping out the, yeah. he'd be helping out the farmers and dealing with Jabba, and there are many other... Actual, there are actual stories. Oh, he'd be like Kwai Chang King. It'd be like Kung Fu. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'd watch Obi-Wan. Yeah. And so they just I think take a little Kung element Fu, of this series. larger yeah. canon and, and really and if you read focus Star Wars in... 7, which just came out, this, the issue that just came out just talks about how he mm-hmm. kind of held his own. He was not going to be the Jedi for the longest time, and they went through this huge drought, and he realized he had to stand up and save the farmers from Jabba, and he did it, and then finally went, that's it, I'm back to being a Jedi, at least for here, for now. You know, so I think it, it does set up for no, a possible series. Yeah, it's yeah, smart. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it is smart. It's not him taking on the Empire. It's not him taking on, you know, it's just... I mean, that's the, the, that's the trick. If your movies are doing, if your tentpole is doing the really huge, like, galaxy-spanning right. stuff, mm-hmm. then when you do these spinoffs, they've got to be personal. They've got to be close. Yeah, quiet. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, or, it's universe yeah. building. It's just basically, yeah. saying, here's, here's a they little story about be, what happened during this time. If they did an Ocean's Eleven Star Wars, I don't know that that would necessarily wind up being quiet per se, but it would definitely be a smaller, mm-hmm. y- you know, a smaller bit than save everybody. Yeah, you know? yeah. save the universe. Um, Hmm. All right. Which is I am I like more intrigued. It's, it's not almost, unlike the comic books. I'm yeah. more intrigued than I expected to be. It <laughs> sounds almost like they're flipping the Avengers model where they're taking the original Star Wars as kind of the right. Avengers and doing you know well they've got the money and they know they can get people in the seats this time they they yeah. couldn't they had to build Avengers 
and they if, if Iron Man and one and two had been awful, then Avengers would have fallen apart. But this one's one of those they know they're gonna get butts in yeah, the Yeah, they seats. already have Star Wars come December eighteenth, mm-hmm. people will be sitting in those seats no matter what. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have done that with Avengers. Suckers. I'm just kidding. I hope it's great. I'm gonna be there. Oh god. I just had to oh. say that after it's a, the prequels right. exist. I had to say I'm it. just afraid. No, <laughs> We're no what, all you, afraid. what you do is you just go in there with low expectations. Exactly. Jar Jar. And, and and then and then everything will be. Can great. it get worse than Jar Jar? Yep. Well, yes. Apparently, yeah, he you was. could. Apparently, you yes, could. Michael Jackson was supposed to play Jar Jar. <laughs> so apparently, I saw that. It's <laughs> crazy. Okay, I think that that would have. Now I sort of want that Jar Jar. Well, like, I'm, I'm sitting, I, and somebody out there who knows how to do a Michael Jackson impersonation needs to dub that in. I need to see I episode mean, one Jar Jar with Michael Jackson. But yeah. the best part, Michael, so Michael wanted to do problematic. it with, with uh, CGI or <laughs> not see with the, just prosthetics. Like he wanted to, to be. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, 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 he was he, not. It yeah. was not CGI, right? But Jackson I'm still saying, saying if he'd voiced it, it still would have been. Someone needs to do that. Yeah. God, someone who can do a Michael Jackson voice needs Please. to put that in there. And the thriller dance, is that too much to ask? Never. Really the beat shuffle. That's what that thriller is the, never too much to ask. Or can be starting something. Video. Just yeah. either one. Be, either one. <laughs> Billy Jean. Good oh. times. Beat it. Yes. Whatever. Or just moonwalk. Just do the moonwalk <laughs> at one point. The, yeah, I'd the I'm intrigued. I'd pay money for that. <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, coming to the end here. and um, <laughs> So that's our show. We're going to figure out another topic for next time. We'll come up with something. Uh, can, can I geek of the week it? Yes. I have a geek of the week. Please. I want to call out a, a personal friend as the geek of the week. Because um, I don't know that she's listened to any of our other episodes, but I will have Janet Johnson listening to this one. She starts texting me questions about Batman, I don't know, six months ago, that I realize eventually are coming from Gotham. And she says, I want to read some Batman. So I start giving her some Batman. And oh, we nice. and we get to a place where I was like, if you want to continue, and I suggest you do, then you can either listen to me give you a synopsis that tells you this whole other thing in three sentences that will just make barely enough sense, or you can dive into the deep end of the DC universe and just stare into the mouth of madness. <laughs> and she said, mouth of madness, please. <laughs> you went. So today, today, the day of our taping, she started reading Final Crisis. Uh, oh my, my phone's gosh. been blowing up as I was sitting here. I guarantee that they are texted mm-hmm. questions from her. I, I was talking to her on the phone on the way here, answering questions, because it is, yeah. yeah. It, Final Crisis is, damn. Yeah. It's just a big deal. Right? So, And I do want to also very quickly mention Brian Winkler. Uh, who did actually Hi, put Brian. out Brian Winkler? By the Brian Winkler's Knuckleheads is in. There's a there's a moment where he's reading that in in Posthuman Project. Reading oh, knuckleheads. fantastic! Like, That's oh, good. That's knuckleheads. Okay, because Knuckleheads is good Very stuff. Cool. Oh, it is. Brian Winkler's uh, Jump the Shark that he sent in via Twitter. Uh, the Venture Brothers. He says it's Jump yeah. the Shark. We said that. We, yeah. Did we mention that? I think, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I, I, I concur. Author. I concur. I'm not sure of that one. Of course, Firefly Fandom, Jump the Shark a while ago. Then Ghostbusters, which is interesting because they've actually technically only had two movies. Now they've had the television show Maybe and the, the, a few comic books. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters 2 is terrible, though. Oh, Ghostbusters 2. Oh, yeah. I it will, was awful. I, you know, I, I okay, okay. Agree. Actually, I have to keep pulling back from that. It's... No, you don't. It's not. That's awful. No, it's, <laughs> it's, awful. It's, it's There is nothing else where the quality falls off so sharply. It's not great. Like, I'm not trying to say that it's actually good. Yeah, it, Raiders but of the Lost Ark, Jones. I it, mean, let's talk about drum, you know. Crystal Skull. Wait, wait, wait. Temple of the Doom. Temple Crystal of Doom. Skull. You mean the Ooh. best one of all of them? Yeah. That's right. I said it. Oh. Um, 
You went there. I had, yeah, I had did. to slog through I, that. I'll do it. I think I threw up a little in my mouth. <laughs> Raiders would be better with the middle 45 minutes cut out. <laughs> also, I have a whole like horrible storytelling thing that I'm not saying on here about Raiders that once you know, it you will. Can't it unknow. Could, it can't. You can't unknow it. So I'm not going to say it here. Tweet me, people. Pin it. If you want. There's, there's one thing about Raiders that I did not figure out. I, I actually figured out from watching an episode of Big Bang Theory that there is a plot hole in the entire Raiders of the Lost Ark that no one picked up on. Now I'm intrigued. Oh, I bet this is the same one. On the first day of archaeology, I actually mentioned fighting the Nazis. Like, when do we get to? <laughs> so when do I get Like, archaeology 101 at OU. And, and to his credit, my professor was like, you don't get your web till you get your PhD. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, that's not to claim Ghostbusters 2 is, is actually very good. I'm just, like, the comparison... It so sharply drops. It's like off. a Hanzo yeah. sword. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. <laughs> and again, it can't, and it can, now of course there's going to be new movies coming out. There's apparently supposed to be an all female version coming out. Yeah. Those look there great. Going to the be set pictures of that look great. Out. So and there's going to be there's going to be this universe building type thing where it's the female Ghostbusters and the male Ghostbusters are going to get together to fight some big huge massive. Yeah, thing. So, we'll, if we'll Annie see. Potts the, isn't involved, I'm not interested. It's, it's Melissa McCarthy, and I, <laughs> I love don't her, think so. that she's involved in the in the the female reboot, but that's no. too bad. Yeah, that's so, a fair so Brian, you have been called out, and those are some of those are Brian's that he wanted to mention. So uh, that is our show. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Okie Geek Podcast, and you can like our new Facebook page, Okie Geek Podcast, and send us an email with comments to okiegeekpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. Where can people find you, Devin? They can find me online at W-A-U-V-V-A. That's Wubba. I'm on pretty much every social media platform. Say hi to me. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, brown coats can find me <laughs> at Joshua Unruh on Twitter. Firefly fans. Firefly you know fans. <laughs> you know where just to go. Come, just, I'll, I'll come hear, I will hear all reasonable conversation on the subject while you're being wrong. Hashtag <laughs> Jane Hat. Okay, except for the Jane hat. You'll be right about the Jane hat. That's right. Uh, Twitter, Twitter at Chase Harvick. There you go. That's me. Uh, nothing funny. And no, nothing funny this <laughs> nothing time. Nothing funny this time. He's dying. His Twitter account is blowing. That's right. Uh, be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, for Joshua Unruh, Devin Green, and Chase Harvick, I'm Michael Cross reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>